Hello guys, welcome to the first ever FBL Hitter Quick Podcast. I'm your host Ahmed and I'm joined today by my good buddy Ayo. Hey everyone. And we're also joined by our good friend Mahmoud. Hi everybody. So a bit of background on us, the three of us went to school together. We've been avid FBL fans for years. Putting our cards on the table, these two are United fans. I'm a Liverpool fan, but we're total professionals. We're going to do FPL first year and we'll do our best to give you guys our full unbiased opinions. You so guys... You guys are all invited to our Hit or Quit Mini League. The winner is going to receive a $30 gift card. So don't forget to join. The code is 8Z24LN. The link will be in the description. All right, guys. So let's get into this week's hits. Should we start off by talking about our teams and why we chose to have those players? How about you start, it off, start us off, Kazi? Yeah, sure. Uh, so for my team... I decided I'm going to go with uh, four at the back. I had Shaw on the bench to start the season. I think United had a great defense last year. I wanted to have some defensive cover, and I thought 0.5 cheaper than, than Van Bissak and Maguire. Shaw was a good price. Um, I had Luca Dean, a great player. I had him at the start of last season. He did wonders for me. Everything looked good towards the end of the last season, and I thought under Ancelotti, they're going to have a strong start, especially with those fixtures. Then I had Trent and Robertson. Those guys pretty much go without saying. Liverpool is always great. Two of the best picks. Can always keep clean sheets any given game. Tough fixtures or not. And, you know, they get their assists. Then I had Aubameyang as my, my main premium option. The plan was always to captain him the first couple weeks. So maybe I bring in a City player. Then alongside him, I had Pulisic, which didn't turn out too great in the first week. And I had Deli Ali, likewise, but at least he got a, got a point for me. Uh, then I had Werner, Wilson, and Ings up top. Uh, Wilson got me a nice goal. Werner got me an assist. Not, not too many complaints there. Ings didn't look great, but, you know, I, I have faith. He's a good pick. Uh, and then my bench was Burke, Reed, and Ferguson. What about you, Ayo? How's your team? All right, so, um, so for my goalkeeper, I started with Ramsdale. I was expecting a better performance from Sheffield. I thought uh, Sheffield would hold their fort a little bit stronger. But for my defense, I had to get Trent. I really considered yeah. doubling up on Trent and Robbo, but prices are just too high now. So I got Trent, who was a bit of a letdown. And then I tried to go for budget defenders. So I had Walker Peters, Binagre, and Dallas from Leeds. But uh, the, my other solid, solid budget defender, James Justin, who seems like a good scout to have uh, right now since Ricardo Pereira is injured. But going into my defend, uh, midfield, sorry, I have Susik, who came on. And then I invested highly into Salah, Havertz, and Son. And then looking at the striking strikers, uh, I got Werner, Mitrovic, and Harry Kane. All right. Strong, strong force up front. Mahmoud, what about yourself? All right. So I went for the McCarthy, Walker, Peters uh, double up in defense. Didn't work out too well game week one because... Uh, Southampton are now um, 
the most for big chances conceded after West Brom and Fulham. So probably gonna have to take at least one of them out in the near future. Um, Arnold, I mean, it's the first game we couldn't perform, but we know he's class. So he has the ability to perform in the future. I went with uh, Davies. It was a tough first fixture. I kind of hoped for the clean sheet, but I mean, he has some good fixtures in Southampton, Newcastle, in uh, West Ham, three of his next four. So I'm expecting some clean sheets there. Uh, Justin got me the clean sheet and assist. Can be happier than that. Uh, in midfield, I have Suchek. Uh, he was just there for for the first uh, game week uh, since I have Martial on the bench. So he didn't get me anything, but that's fine. He'll be my first bench player next week. Uh, I have Ali, Aubameyang and Havertz. Uh, Havertz didn't look well in the first game week, but I think I'm going to hold on to him. Uh, give him another chance. Uh, Aubameyang got me the goal. Uh, probably going to captain him next week against West Ham. And I might... Uh, we're going to get into that later, but it uh, seems like Ali won't be staying my team too long. Uh, in attack, I have Calvert-Lewin and Werner. Calvert-Lewin looks good. Everton looked really well. Uh, they played a great game against the uh, Spurs. And Werner, he only got an assist, but... I mean, I think everyone has him and we'll be, we're going to be patient with him in the future. And in the, in the ben, on the bench, I have uh, Burke and uh, Mitchell, along with Martial. Oh, Martial just threw that in there right at the end. Yeah. Not bad, not bad for a bench player. <laughs> All right, Mahmoud, do you have any, any big regrets with that Game Week 1 team? Anyone you missed out? I mean, it's definitely Salah, you know. Um, yeah, same here. Bas- basically starting oh, Salah. With him. Yeah. yeah. We're basically starting off without having him in a negative 40-point deficit because <laughs> that captain option, I mean, it's tough. But and he has tough fixtures. Hopefully, he blanks. If he doesn't, it's going to be a rough a rough start to the season. I yeah, mean, I, I'll... Having, having watched that Liverpool-Leeds game, I mean, I captain Salah. I could not be happier with my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he really saved my week because for the most part besides Salah and Justin most of my players had a blank but I mean looking at that game Salah had nine shots in total so and he was playing very central so he's definitely gonna I at first when I initially got him into my team I thought okay I'd keep him for a little bit but then I will bring in De Bruyne or Bruno or Sterling and it would be easy to transfer him out because he's more expensive. But having seen what he did in that first game, I think I might have to hold on to him for a little while longer. Yeah, he looks very sharp. He looks much better than most people probably expected. And he's on penalties, so like that was a huge plus. Oh yeah, that was that was everything. I feel like that's also ruined Mane's rep right now, just because everyone's like anyone who took Mane right now looks crazy. But without for the penalties, like Salah did not look incredible compared to Mane. No. So yeah, I would say definitely don't lose faith if you pick the wrong guy. They normally tend to even out for the season. Shouldn't be too bad.
Uh, all right, guys. So, how about Arsenal versus Fulham? How did you? What did you think of that game, Kazi? Yeah, I mean, Arsenal performed well as as they, they look good going into the preseason. So I expected big things. But that said, Fulham were were really bad. Fulham are trash. And uh, I don't want to look too deep into this game. But William was William performed well, better than expected, I'd say, on a debut, three assists. I mean, some of them, some dodgy FPL assists, but, you know, we'll give them to him. Aubameyang looked okay as well. He had his chances, and I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he'll continue to do well. Class is permanent. But um, the big question for me is their defense. Because there could be some value there. Most of the defenders list around the 5 million mark. And if they will be a good, consistent defensive side, that could be that could be great value. What do you think, Ayo? Yeah, so... Definitely, there's cheap budget defenders in that Arsenal side. And I don't believe that this early in the season, they're going to consistently keep be keeping clean sheets. I think Arteta is working towards that goal. But, I mean, Gabriel is one player to look at. Now that you know he has an aerial threat in the box as well, he can score goals. I mean, yeah. you also have Maitland-Niles, that if he plays, he's a budget defender. And, I mean, you have Bellerin, who has an attacking threat. But one person from Arsenal that I wouldn't necessarily... I would also shine a light on is Lacazette. Okay, yeah. He's someone who was forgotten last season. I think Lacazette at 8.5 million. um, He's not going to be your premium striker or premium forward. But he's the, he is someone that has a lot of hustle, gets on the ball, might win the ball a lot, get a lot of assists, and maybe if he improves his finishing, potentially score a lot of goals. Yeah, that's a great shot. I haven't really thought about him. Mahmoud, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think for Arsenal, I'm mostly also going to look at the defense. I think uh, probably we're going to monitor the situation with the centre-backs and full-backs because we see Tierney playing at the left centre-back. And I feel like if he actually pushes on and plays as the the full-back in that situation with five at the back or three at the back, whatever it may be, I feel like he could be a great option. But if not, there's Bellerin and Maynard Lines, Maynard Niles, who is playing in that yeah, situation. <laughs> yeah. um, and so um, I'll probably look at him if Tierney doesn't move to that spot. All right, let's move on then. Palace Southampton. This was a bit of a shocker for me. I really had Southampton backed in for this win, but Palace pulled it out the bag. Gaeta made a great save at the end too. Cut out my Danny Ings goal. That wasn't nice. What do you guys think of this game? What about you, Ayo? I mean, I didn't watch it, but like you said, um, I was I had higher hopes for Southampton. I thought a clean sheet would be quite doable for Southampton, so I was a little bit upset with that. But, I mean, this could, this could mean a lot for Crystal Palace. It's a good win for them. And if they, have, if they can get in front of the net and score some more goals, maybe keep another clean sheet. Mitchell is someone to consider at 4 million until Van Arnold comes back. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what about you, Mahmoud? Any thoughts? Yeah, honestly, I watched the game and I just think that Crystal Palace were so lucky. Uh, they had 29% possession compared to 
Southampton 71%. Uh, Southampton absolutely dominated the game. Uh, it was like a, a mistake that led to the goal. I think I, I think it was from Walker Peters. I'm not sure. Uh, so we might actually have to look out for Walker Peters. Might get benched for uh, Valerie. Might have to keep an eye on that. That's uh, something Peters. I considered. Glad I don't have him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think we we can't really look too much into it. Uh, Southampton they they played well. They kept the ball. They created chances. It wasn't their night and. I think they'll bounce back for sure in the upcoming games. Yeah, I definitely agree. Southampton has a great run of fixtures, and I think we shouldn't look too deep into this. They, were, they had a great run at the end of last season as well. They were looking looking bright. All right, so the yeah. the big the first big one here, Liverpool leads four three. What a what game! What did you think? What did you think, Io? Wow, that game. I mean, Liverpool played the way you would expect them to play in terms of offense. Defensively, Liverpool were all over the place. So that might be some key insight into the future. Um, doesn't look like they're that solid at the back right now. So, I mean, obviously, Alexander-Arnold, Robbo, they have attacking threat. Van Dijk has attacking threat in the box. So they'll still get points. But maybe those clean sheets aren't going to be so consistent this season with which I was a little bit surprised how poorly they played in the game but I have to say Leeds were sensational as well they had great great game I felt a little unlucky a penalty handball in the first four minutes and then a silly foul penalty in the last minute yeah. Leeds could have easily won that game yeah Mahmoud anything to add I mean, I think it was just a great game of football from a neutral. Um, one one thing I'm looking at, though, is uh, TAA versus Robbo. I think that's a big, big deal. Robbo looked much better, and I was surprised that he was taking corners from both sides. And he was taking uh, TAA's corners, so that was a bit surprising. I didn't expect that, and I think I'm probably going to... If I am to wildcard, I think I'm going to be looking at Robbo. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, this game was crazy. 4-3. What a great start to the season for the Champs. But, uh, yeah, their defense looked leaky, admittedly. However, I do remember last season they did get off to a bad start as well. And as soon as they cleaned that up, those clean sheets were coming in like nothing. So I'm not going to give it give up just yet. I don't expect them to keep up the bad start. The guys are mature. They know what they need to do. They want to they repeat this championship. And uh, I expect Van Dyke to get them sorted out. And I want to give Leeds a lot of credit. Like, Leeds are, Leeds are a much better team than I expected. Scoring those three goals against the champs on opening day, just not an easy task. And um, I, think, I think Liverpool will clean up their act, get some clean sheets sorted. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with both Trent and Robbo for now. But yeah, Robbo definitely was the better of the two. But I also think that's mainly, hugely, because they were, they were really targeting Trent. They were, they were doing their best to shut him down. And I guess that's what led to Salah getting some of that space and getting, getting that goal. Um, yeah, moving on. Newcastle, West Ham. Did anyone make time to watch this great game? <laughs> I can't say I have. All right, because I did. <laughs> this, was, this was a banger. 
But Newcastle, Newcastle definitely looked the better team. West Ham looked lost. Looked like they're already sick of their manager. One game in, uh, Newcastle looked really sharp, and I feel like Callum Wilson was the answer to all their prayers last season. This guy, he was he was great. He was he was making all the right runs, getting in the right places. He had a couple chances. Could have scored a few more, but you know he got his goal. Can't complain. I got him in my team. But yeah, West Ham are a big no-go right now. Looking bad and bad fixtures right alongside. Any thoughts, Io, on this this fixture? I mean, like I said, I didn't watch, but I did read about it. Um, I mean, yeah, West Ham didn't look too good, which was came to, a little bit as a surprise to me. I thought they finished strong last season. I thought David Moyes would do a better job. Maybe it's just the first game. Maybe they'll bring it back. I don't know, but. Like you said, Callum Wilson. I mean, he was everywhere. He was really everywhere, making runs, taking shots, creating chances. So he's definitely gonna be a player on the watch list for now. Yeah, for sure. Mahmoud, you and I watched a little bit of the game together. You got any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was an interesting game. At one point, I thought it was probably the most boring game I ever watched, and then uh, in the next five minutes, it was end-to-end football. So I didn't really know what to make of it. But honestly. I think uh, West Ham looked poor defensively. They didn't know how to mark uh, the Newcastle attackers. There was so much spaces for Callum Wilson and Saint Maxima to run in behind. And I think defensively, West Ham uh, did not look well at all. But uh, on the other hand, I do have Suchek, so I'm always hoping for that uh, ball to get whipped in and for him to get uh, his head on the end of it. But yeah. other than that, uh, I won't be looking <laughs> too much further into West Ham and any of their assets. Yeah, for sure. West Ham's a big avoid right now. But um, Newcastle St. Max also looked okay. And I know there's a lot of St. Max owners to start the start the season. I wouldn't lose faith just yet to give him, give him some chances. He looked good. He looked productive. He's getting fouled a lot. So I think I think there's more, more to come from him. So Leicester West Brom. Ayo, what do you think of this game? That's an interesting game because when you look at the result, 3-0, Vardy brace, you think that Leicester are gonna are playing really well. I watched the game. I think West Brom were very, very quiet team. They sat a lot, so Leicester were hold they had possession, they made the most chances. But I mean, James Justin looked really good. I mean, he was playing at left back and I mean, it was the same as him being at right back. He's just running forward every time. So he's a very, he has a lot of threat. But I mean, got to give the credit to Vardy. He put two goals in. But I don't know how efficient Leicester are going to be. Because like I said, it was two penalties for Vardy. So I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not too sure that against West Brom. I'm not too sure that this game is a really a big symbol of what's to see from them against bigger clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, would anything to add? Yeah, I mean, if you if you watch the game, Vardy did absolutely nothing outside of those two penalties. He was gifted those two goals and I'm I'm saying it from now, he could go on to prove me wrong, but he does not look a good asset right now because he literally did not do out- anything outside of uh, getting the two penalties. He had zero shots in the box. Uh, and at the end of the day, that is how Vardy's game. We know that he can uh, 
create something out of absolutely nothing. But I mean, it's what he's one year older now for 10 million. He's not someone on my radar, though I could be wrong in the future. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, Leicester definitely have some okay fixtures coming up, but yeah, I would also avoid Wardy for now. However, I did think, what was his name? The the Leicester winger? Barnes. Uh, Barnes, yeah. I thought Barnes looked okay. And although he didn't get on the score sheet or get an assist, I think he might be someone to keep an eye on. So that's $7 million, that's that's a nice little price bracket there. And if he if he can bring up some of that form from last season, I think, and improve on that, I think he could be a cheeky little pick. I mean, there's definitely some good options at Leicester. I mean, you have Pratt, who plays behind the striker. You have Barnes. You have Ayose Perez, who all all these players are play around the 18-yard box. But I think a big differential is going to be when Madison comes back. Oh, for and, sure. And, and Madison might not be the player you get, but he might... The other the players around him might benefit a lot from having Madison, including Vardy. That, that's a good point. That's a great point. He's really their, their playmaker. He makes, makes things stick for them. Yeah. I'd also like to shout out Castagna. Uh, right back, their new signing. Got his debut goal, a header from the corner. Uh, he looked really good. Yeah. yeah, but 5.5 for a lesser defender. I don't think anyone's touching about it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, the price is a little bit high for my liking. Yeah, I mean, if they if they had the defensive consistency from last season, that would still be worth looking. But you're going to have yeah, to wait definitely. and see, I guess. All right, this is my favorite game of the week. Tottenham Everton. What did you think, Mahmoud? Uh, I mean, I thought it was the, quite a tight game. There weren't too many chances created. Uh, I think out of it, we can what we can take out of it is that the Spurs did not really look great, uh, whether offensively or defensively. I think uh, they made some uh, sloppy mistakes. Richardson was one-on-one with the keeper. He hit it over the bar. Could have had a hat-trick throughout that game. James Rodriguez played great. He kept pinging balls to the left wing. Richardson uh, going in behind uh, Aurier. I mean, sorry, Doherty. Doherty did not have a great game. Um, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, as we know, got the goal. Looks good. Dinier looks amazing. And so I think uh, it's all about Everton in this game. Uh, if, if, I, if I have Spurs assets, obviously... I would give them a chance against Southampton, see how they are. Uh, though I would be looking towards transitioning those assets into Everton assets for sure. Yeah. Ayo, any thoughts? Yeah, I'm not sure, to be honest, how much I would change my assets to Everton. I mean, talking about Spurs. I mean, yeah, Spurs in that game did not look very sharp at all. Everton were the favorites. But this is classic Spurs. It's classic Mourinho. I think, given the run of games, I think the next game for Spurs is going to be even bigger because they just lost against Everton, a top team with top signings. So I think now going against Southampton, who maybe doesn't have the momentum that other teams have right now, having lost to Palace, I think Kane and Son, it only makes them more dangerous for this game. Yeah, put Delhi in there, man. And yeah. De- yes, sorry, <laughs> Dele Ali. <laughs> even Lucas Mora, even Lucas Mora. Yeah. I mean, if Lucas is starting, between him and Bergwijn, whoever starts are always going to be a good option as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
yeah, I wouldn't give up on Tottenham quite yet. I know a lot of people they, are frustrated. They, 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 they have a good run of fixtures coming. Like, the next seven games are going to be good games. They have one tough fixture against United. But other than that, um, I still have high expectations from Spurs. Yeah, likewise. I mean, I just want to give Everton the credit. They played a great game. They're just as good as we expected. Their midfield looks like they've been playing together for years. Hamas was great. He had like five key passes, I think, which is tremendous. Richarlison is making some great runs. And uh, Cavalier looks sharp. So Everton are definitely going to be a team to keep their eye on. Yeah, I, I have my eye on Hamas for sure. And I already have Luca Dean. Love the guy. But um, that does not mean I'm giving up on Spurs just yet. I'm definitely going to keep Delhi for a while, give him another chance. And I still also have my eyes on Son and the likes. The Delhi came off at halftime. Yeah, but it was a tactical change. Have you seen Mourinho do it before? It's 45 minute subs. I think he'll give him another chance. I don't think Delhi's hitting the bench yet. I mean, if he does, things could change. But for now, I'm definitely giving him another chance. I think. I think in an, on another day. It, it just, it, it, to, in my eyes, it doesn't seem like Mourinho is fully behind Dele Ali. Yeah, it could be. I mean, that's the thing about Dele. Uh I like his price point at eight. I think he's easily like transferable. That's one of the main reasons I got him. If he's not doing too hot, I'm definitely going to keep an eye on the likes of Greenwood. And now Hamas is definitely on the radar. An easy transfer down save you some money so yeah it's a wait and see with Delhi for me I'm not giving up for at least this next week Southampton fixture I'll definitely give him that one anything to add Monkey? Um no I think we should move on to Wolves and Sheffield I think uh, Jimenez I think he might have been slept on for this first game week oh yeah definitely. Uh, he scored a great Denver. great goal and um, I mean Wolves look great uh, Sheffield as we know they're a great defensive team but Wolves created a lot of chances and uh, they really were able to break them down. What do you think about that, Ayo? I mean, yes, Wolves did have a great game. As you see, uh, Jimenez was a big part of it. It was nice to see that Adama Traore was starting, but he wasn't starting at the same position. He was playing a little bit more back. But, I mean, the Wolves' defense is as solid as it's been for the last season. And for me, right now, when you look at Wolves, I think about their defenders, Cody, Sesh, and then, of course, Jimenez is up there. But I see the defenders when I see Wolves and clean sheets. Yeah, For I sure. mean, after the City game, their fixtures look amazing. So I will definitely have my eye on their defense. Uh, I like I like pretty much all of them. <laughs> they could all be good, good options. But uh, yeah, Jimenez looked amazing. He could have he could have had a hat trick on another day. He he was he was getting chances left and right, and he uh, he just looks sharp as ever. It looks like he's gonna have an even better season maybe, and uh, he's definitely on my watch list. And also Raul, uh, what's his name, Pedro Neto. He looked yeah. he looked looked nice. I was glad to see him get the start. Uh, Jota was benched for this one, but uh, Pedro Neto played well. I saw him take a a couple a couple of uh, corners so. I think for 5.5, he's definitely someone you can have your eye on if you want a budget midfielder. Say you have Sin Max or you want to move on from him. He might be a good option with both fixtures coming up. Definitely. Yeah. So moving on to the last game of the week, Chelsea-Brighton. What did you think, Mahmoud? Um, I only got to watch 
about half an hour from that game. Uh, from what I saw, I think Werner looked really, really sharp. He um, was running in behind, dropping deep to pick up the ball. He was creating space for his teammates. I think they looked great. I think defen- uh, defensively, uh, Chelsea still looked super leaky. Uh, that was probably due to them still playing with Christensen and Zuma, and they haven't really integrated their their new defend- defensive players. Uh, Alonso or still keepers. playing at left back. Yeah, yeah with Kepa still keeper. in goal. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it was. There's too much to see from Chelsea. I think. Um, they, they didn't play their best of games, but they got the win, and it's all that matters. I, I think that, um, I mean, talking about Chelsea, I agree. As a team performance, it might not have been their strongest performance to, yet, but um, I think Rhys James is a huge talking point at 4.5. I think, Sensa- I think it's 5 million. 5 million? Yeah. Well, sensational game he had. Oh yeah, no, he was. And awesome. if he and I was surprised not to see some of the other players in the starting lineup. I didn't expect to see Rhys James in the starting lineup, but after what he did in that game, I wouldn't. I would be surprised if he didn't start the next few games. Yeah, no, I totally agree. He was. He was even on some corners. He looked like a, a great asset and he's getting forward, bombing, bombing up and down the pitch. Great distribution. Put in the work. Yeah, great passing, and. Uh, yeah, I think Reece James is definitely one to keep an eye on if Chelsea's defense is to improve. But I wouldn't need Jericho onto him just yet. <laughs> he has Liverpool up next, and uh, yeah, we'll see from there. If Chelsea's defense does shore up, if maybe if they get the new keeper in or and their uh, Thiago Silva gets integrated, I think definitely then Reece James is one who could who could be a great pick. Um, also, I do want to talk about Havertz, who played pretty poor game, pretty underwhelming. But uh, I want to remind people, he was playing like out of position. He was on, on the wing. As soon as he likes his D-edge and Pulisic get back, he gets more into his natural position. I think he can improve a lot, so I would not give up on him just yet. Uh, I think Havertz is going to take a little bit of time, having seen what I saw. I, yeah. I, I, he's, defi- he's definitely not a player to take out of the equation because he has the potential to be extremely dangerous in front of goal. But I think... Chelsea overall is going to take a little bit of time to get used to their new team, and I think Havertz is going to get take a little bit of time to get used to this, to the league, and to his new team. So I would actually remove Havertz because right now for 8.5 mil you can find other midfielders who are in much better form, and then bring Havertz back in the future. Yeah, I mean I have Pulisic. I definitely think he's the better of the two. If he, if he gets some playtime, that is. I mean, for now, he just blanks for me. If Pulisic is a starter, then he is a very dangerous player. Yeah, absolutely. I just need to see him get some minutes. And yeah, I love Pulisic. It's the end of last season. I think he's going to have a great season. Uh, 8.5. I think he's definitely the, my go-to guy from Chelsea. Although I do also have Werner, and I, as, as I think all of us do. Yeah. But one guy I want to talk about who doesn't play for Chelsea is Tarek Lamptey because he looked amazing. He was dangerous. Yeah, despite the loss, I, th- I don't think Brighton looked that bad. I think Chelsea just were pretty clinical and they're a better team, I guess. But um, I think Brighton could, could have some clean sheets potentially in the future. Uh, and even if they don't, I mean, they, they definitely need to. But... Uh, 
Lamptey could definitely add some attacking returns. He was playing really far forward. He was creating a lot of chances. He looked, he looked he, good. He was playing at wing back, and I mean, the guy could have had three assists, no problem. I mean, he got the one for Trossard, but he had a great cross where Malpe mishit it. The ball hit his shoulder, and he was in front of goal. There was another one where he hit it to the back post and dunk. Also mishit the ball, so it went wide. So, I mean, Lamptey is not another watch list player for sure. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's move on then. Man United, first game back in the Prem. You're both United fans. What are your thoughts, Mahmoud? What are you expecting? Yeah, well, um, I, I really don't know what to expect because we saw Crystal Palace, they pulled up a 1-0 win against uh, Southampton and everyone expected Southampton to destroy them. Uh, coming off that 7-1 win in preseason, Southampton looked great and um, Crystal Palace really nullified their offense. Uh, so I don't know what to expect but one thing for sure is that if United play uh, the style of play that we were used to towards the end of last season then I'm sure it won't be an issue Uh, I'm just kind of skeptical on if we will be able to perform that way Uh, but that's just me being skeptical about my own team because I'm preparing myself for the worst yeah Ayo, any more optimism from you? I mean, <laughs> I, I definitely see where Mahmoud's coming from. I mean, United lost to Aston Villa in the preseason friendly this weekend. So, I mean, it definitely depends a lot on how United comes out. However, I do think that there's no reason why United should not come out strong. It's the first game of the season. They've already seen one game week occur and they have not been a part of it. So, I mean, for both City United, I think that both every like these teams should have no issue coming out strong. But if United do come out strong, then they're gonna have Bruno, Martial, all great Greenwood, all great players to have. So, out of the three, you just mentioned them. Uh, I, I, you can throw Rashford in there. Who, who, who's your favorite? Who do you like? Um, I'm leaning towards Bruno. I think. Okay. At 10.5. I really like Greenwood at 7.5. But Bruno and Martial might be my favorites. They see, they're they the most who play down the middle. Of them all. Okay. <laughs> Go on. No, no, no. But like, I mean, they're, they're all good options. If anything, Rashford is probably the least likely for me. Okay. I just, I just don't think he's been playing to his maximum potential since he's been back from injury. Right. I, and he then, also he also picked up yeah. a knock uh, before that game against Aston Villa, so we're not exactly sure he's going to be a full fitness for that first game back as well. That okay, yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. Sorry, uh, I think it just I couldn't hear you guys for a second. Yeah, that's fine. No, I was just gonna. I was just asking you which United players are your favorites for this value. Oh yeah. Um, so for me personally, I think uh, my favorite options are Bruno and Martial. Uh, I had Martial on my bench for the first game week. He's gonna be coming on for Suchek, and uh, I'm I'm um, looking to bring in uh, Bruno Fernandes. I think. Okay. 
uh, Martial for nine mil playing down the middle. He's going to get a lot of chances. And Bruno Fernandez is on penalties. We saw four penalties uh, between Salah and uh, Vardy in the first game week. So seems like there's going to be a lot of penalties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could be. Uh, for me, uh, I definitely want to take my time before I get some of these United players. I want to see who looks good because uh, I'm a fan of all of them. They're all great players. I want to see which ones look sharp at the start of the season. So for now, I don't have any of the attacking players. However, like I mentioned earlier, I do have Luke Shaw. I, I really backed their defense. I think they were great last year, always conceding either one goal or, or getting the clean sheet. So I think if they can keep that up, they should be great at, in the back. And I have Luke Shaw to start the season. I think uh, Luke Shaw might be a little bit sketchy to have, given that United are currently linked with uh, Reguilón from Madrid. Yeah, yeah. And I've also the likes of Alex Telles was also linked. I don't know how likely that one is, but the Spanish left back has a lot of potential. Yeah, I mean, that, that definitely wasn't great news for Luke Shaw. But, um, I mean, until they get the signing over, uh, over done, I think Luke Shaw could be okay, and then yeah, I'll look to get rid if they, if I need to. I might have to switch to another United defender though. I really do back their defense. All right, moving on to Man City, they got their their game coming up against Brisbane Wolves. What do you think of this aisle? Tough game. Like yeah. I said, Pep is gonna come out. United are gonna uh, City are gonna come out. Sorry, with a point to prove. So I definitely see this being a very good game, but tough for yeah. City and for Fantasy. Um, Wolves are a strong, really strong team at the back. We've seen them beat City last season, so yeah, they did the double I, on them, right? Yeah, so I really, I really think this game could is a tough game for both teams. Yeah, uh, uh, Mahmoud, what do you make of this one? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a tough game. I think I'm mostly not going to hop on to any City assets. I'm going to wait and see how they perform against uh, uh, Wolves. going to see how they, Pep, uh, what formation he plays, whether he sticks to his uh, same formation, whether he plays the De Bruyne deep like we saw at the beginning of last season, uh, how Sterling is playing. And just uh, make a choice for game week three uh, on which asset to bring from City. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the plan for me too. Definitely want to watch how this Wolf City game goes, who looks good as well. But that said, this could be a nice little chance to try and get ahead of the game, bring a City player in early, see him, uh, captain him even, see how he does, could get you some points. But Wolves definitely threw me off that. They look very good. And I definitely want to avoid anyone playing against Wolves right now. All right, uh, next game that I want to talk about is Leeds and Fulham, two promoted teams with two very different starts. Well, what do you think of this? I think uh, it was clear to me that Leeds are the superior team from game week one. We always heard of Leeds being um, a quality team coming from the championship and it was this, there was a perception that Fulham and West Brom um, are going to be poor and they're likely to go straight back down. Uh, I mean, the first that first game week, we can't read too much into it, but it seems as though uh, Leeds are playing a great brand of football under Bielsa. Uh, they're they're really um, pressing super high. Uh, Bielsa, in a sense, taught Jurgen Klopp how to press in that game. Uh, and also, I think 
for that specific game, Leeds against uh, Fulham, I think I would be very surprised uh, if uh, Leeds were to lose that game. Yep, for sure. Uh, Ayo, any players you got your eyes on for this game? Uh, of course, of course. Um, I mean, after seeing the last game, I think Leeds are obviously the favourites. Uh, looking at how Fulham defended against Arsenal, they made a lot of mistakes. I mean, you saw Lacazette's first goal, that was just a very scrappy goal in general. I don't think it should have ever reached that point to which Lacazette was able to shoot. But with that said, Leeds are also looked extremely dangerous. They play very aggressive football. So I've brought in Jack Harrison as okay. one of my budget midfielders. I think he was really strong off the wing, very creative. The ball went through him a lot, so I'm, I'm excited for the game. I think it's going to be a great game to watch, and I have high hopes for Leeds. Yeah, I mean, at only 5.5, it's hard to go wrong with these Leeds players right now. They're looking great. But uh, I do want to say that their defense wasn't spectacular against Liverpool. I mean, they're the champions, granted, but uh, I could maybe see Fulham getting a goal, goal here. And if I'm a Mitrovic owner, I would definitely hold on to him. He still has a good run, and I wouldn't give up just because of the the benching in the first week. I think he's definitely a starter going forward. Uh, Mahmoud, any players from this game you have your eyes on? Um, I think they're all watch list players for now. Um, mostly, I'm looking at Dallas from Leeds' defense. He got an assist. Uh, he played pretty well. Uh, but also, I think Harrison, the, the player that Ayo brought in, I think he looked by far... Leeds' best uh, attacker, uh, especially with Bamford potentially uh, being uh, benched uh, for Rodrigo. So I think Harrison is definitely their safe um, attacking option. All right. Um, the biggest game of the week, Chelsea-Liverpool. Definitely a top four clash here. What do you guys think? Uh, Mahmoud, what do you think of this game? Uh... I mean, I think it would be an open game if we saw Chelsea's defense Defense didn't look good in my opinion. Liverpool were leaky against Leeds. Um, whether that continues, we still don't know, but I can definitely see this being uh, an open game. And I'm still, I still have belief in Havertz. Uh, I'm sticking to him. Um, uh, some people are benching him for the, for the, for the Liverpool game. Definitely not going to do that. I think he's he's still, of course, he's still integrating into the team. But I wouldn't be surprised if he can get a return against Liverpool. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. And uh, hopefully, Pulisic gets gets some game time here. Could definitely <laughs> use it. Nice donut from him last week. Uh, Io, any players on your on your watch list from this game? I mean, like the other games. Salah is always up there because it doesn't yeah. matter who the team is, Salah can do it again. But having seen the shakiness and the defense from the both sides, I see this game having a potential, another f- high scoring game potential. So definitely Timo Werner and Salah for me are up there. I think Werner having, the, with his pace, he can easily do some damage to that Liverpool defense. And Salah, likewise. I think Salah can do a lot of damage. So I think those two players might be the ones to look at. I'm going to keep Trent in because you never know. He can get an assist. He can get a goal. 
But from the defensive point of view, uh, Liverpool defenders or Chelsea defenders don't wouldn't look too attractive. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree there. I also want to throw in Werner should definitely have had his debut goal if Ruben Loftus Cheek could make a simple pass. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, That's that really screwed over everyone. But uh, yeah, Chelsea Chelsea could definitely score a goal or two here. But I still back Liverpool to get the win. Uh, I do want to say without Chilwell. We got Marcus Alonso starting at the back. We all know what he's like. I think this could definitely be an, a field day for the likes of Trent and Salah. They could have, they could have some fun there on their right. Yeah, um, yeah. This could be a high-scoring game. Uh, the defenders don't look great, but you know with Trent and Robbo, they can always get the assists. Definitely hold on to them. Don't be benching them. Um, but yes, Salah could be an okay captain option here. So let's move into let's move into captain options actually. Mahmoud, who are your eyes on? Um, I think for me, I don't have Salah. Uh, so for me, it's Aubameyang for sure. I think he's the clear captain option. West Ham looked poor defensively against Newcastle. Uh, he's at home. Uh, and I think for my personal team, it's an absolute no-brainer. Yeah, I mean, Aubameyang definitely looks like an easy shout. He looked, he looked okay. West Ham looked really bad. He could definitely get some goals. And, you know, Aubameyang loves scoring in the, against the weaker teams. But uh, I also want to throw in that Everton-West Brom fixture looks very nice because West Brom were really poor and Everton looked, looked great. So maybe if you're trying to go for a differential captain, you could find someone there. Maybe Richarlison, if you own him, looked really good. Looks like he can score some goals. Hamas might get an assist or two. Also, if you want to risk it with the defensive captain, Luca Dean, I mean, I'm telling you, this guy, you can't go wrong with him. Hi, <laughs> any other captain options? I mean, I consider it Kane or Son. Okay. I, I think um, having lost that game, I think Spurs are going to have to come out strong in, against Southampton. So I consider that. I feel like that's a 50-50. It could either it could go one of two ways. It could go really well, or it could just be another blank. So personally, I think I'm just gonna stick to Salah. After last week, I just okay. I feel bad. I feel bad taking the captain away from him. Yeah, so, like he's earned it to yeah. a certain extent. So I think I'm just gonna leave it at Salah for now. I'm not expecting a hat trick for sh- or anything, but definitely a contribution or two, very likely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. uh, I'd, al- I'd also like to give a shout out to United and City assets. If anyone's going to be bringing uh, those assets in for the second game week, or if you have them already on the bench, I think um, United home game against Crystal Palace to keep up the form from la- end of last year could potentially Definitely. be high scoring. And also KDB and Sterling for Man City. Uh, we know what they can do against any team. So Wolves will be a tough game, so uh, that would be a risky, uh, risky captain for game two. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do also want to mention Burnley's first game back. You know, a great fixture to get started. It's Leicester, but um, I mean Burnley's always consistent. They'll they'll get you the clean sheets when you don't expect them. So I mean, no captain options here, but uh, definitely if you're bringing some Burnley players in, it might not be too too bad a game to start them in. All right, all, so right um, all the fixtures. Yeah, should we move to our Game Week 2 watch list? 
Yeah, let's do it. Who do you got, Ayo? So, at? like I said, I brought in Jack Harrison. He, to me, looked extremely dangerous in that Liverpool game. So, for me, he's at the top of my list. But another one that I really want to back would be William. Yeah, I mean, William surprised some people. I'm not surprised at how William played as much as how surprised I was to see how much of the game was controlled by him. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I mean, he really was that middleman for in in Arsenal moving up into the final third. Great passing as always on free kicks hit the post for me William might be one of the bargains of the season yeah I mean definitely if, if you're someone who might be looking to move on Aubameyang try and get some some more assets in maybe you could go for William instead get that Arsenal cover right there I mean he looks like he's going to be involved in most of the goals could get yeah. you get you get Aubameyang some of the assists definitely yeah. definitely good good player to keep an eye on uh, would anyone you want to add yeah uh, for me personally I think for this game week uh, I'd be looking at Richardson and Callum Wilson. I think uh, Richardson against West Brom, he looked like he could have easily scored a hat trick against Spurs, and um, West Brom looked weak, so that could be great. And Callum Wilson, uh, he has a game against Brighton. As we saw, Brighton conceded three against Chelsea. They didn't. They didn't look terrible, but they weren't great either. So. Callum Wilson uh, with uh, all the chances that's being created for him by St. Maxima uh, now adding Fraser Almiron behind him I think um, he's definitely going to get chances in that game yeah Newcastle's low-key become like a good attacking side <laughs> over, over the years they don't look too bad but uh, for my watch list right now it's all Everton I already have Luca Dean but I'm definitely keeping my eyes on Richarlison, Calvert-Lewin, and especially Hamas, my guy. I think <laughs> Hamas at 7.5 could be a great option this year. You just need to see him, see him get the ball in the net. And uh, I think he'll definitely have a great start, especially with this West Brom fixture coming up. And then some great fixtures following that too, with Ballas and then Brighton. Definitely. All right, so... Uh... Let's just quickly go over who, we're get, who we'd get, get rid of and who we'd give another chance. How about we start off with you, uh, Kazi, since you have Deli Ali? What do you think of that? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good player to start with. I mean, the 45 minutes doesn't look great, but I mean, like I said, I've seen Mourinho do it before. I think it was Eric Dyer, 45 minutes sub, and then and he played the next game. So I'm not giving up just yet on Deli. I think he could still be a great differential at 8 million gets involved in a Spurs offense especially with Song playing, playing out wide I think Delhi could get involved more central so I think Delhi, I want to give another chance at least one week see how he does and then see how he compares to the other players in his bracket if he doesn't do too great I can decide if I want to move him to maybe Greenwood or Hammond yeah. uh, what about Son Mahmoud what do you got to say about him I think Ayo is the one to speak on that I think he has him in his team right Ayo yeah I guess I do um Definitely gonna give him a one more chance this week, but like I'm personally, I'm trying to bring in some city or United assets, and taking Son out is gonna give me that. So personally, I don't see Son in my long-term plan. I see more. I see Kane as a more as a stronger asset currently. I mean, I know he's a striker, but Kane is on pens. Um, 
I mean, Son also takes corners, so I'm not trying to disregard Son, but for me personally, he's just not in my long-term plan. But Kane, Kane, you want to give a chance? Kane, I think I'm going to give him a little longer for the run of fixtures. But even Kane, I think after a few weeks, he I will take him out. Yeah, okay. I mean, another player I want to talk about, Danny Ings. I know a lot of people own him, including myself. He didn't look great, but uh, he had a big chance at the end, the, the big save from Gaeta. So I definitely think Danny Ings, we all know how he can be. Can chill all game, get a chance, and then bang it in. And next thing you know, he has nine points and you're chilling. So I'm definitely going to give Ings, Ings a few more weeks. I think when he's fit, he's one of the best strikers in the Premier League. I would definitely give him another chance. Also, Ings has been linked with Spurs. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, I don't know how likely that will be, but he could become even more dangerous at Spurs. If he's playing. He'd be starting? If he would start. If he would start. Yeah. But Ings is too good not to start at this point. I think it would be criminal of Southampton to let Ings leave right now. That could really be <laughs> for them. Like, he's their whole offense. Like, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's the heart of their attack. Yeah. All right, Mahmoud, you want to tell us about Havertz? Yeah, so I have Havertz in my team. And I think with Havertz, it's, I can understand going either way. Um, if, if for your personal team, you don't have any um, fires to put out, so to say, if uh, your, the rest of your team looks great, uh, you want to use your, your transfer, I think I understand if you want to take Havertz out. But for me personally, uh, I'm going to keep on uh, hold of him. Uh, I think uh, Liverpool game, it's not as bad as it looks on paper. Um, he could potentially give me something there. And then after that, they do have a good uh, fixture. I think they play West Brom. And we saw how bad they were then. So I'm probably going to give him those two games and then see from there. Okay. Yep. Uh, what about what about Trent? What are you guys thinking on Trent? You got any thoughts, Ayo? Trent is always going to be in my team. He had one bad game. It happens to everyone. Van Dijk had a bad game as well. Um, so I, I think Trent, I mean, for the time being, He's not going anywhere for me. I think he re like he really has to be out of form in order to switch into Robo. Because I mean, you've seen it last year. Trent can pull stuff out of anywhere. So yeah. I think it's one bad game. I'm not trying. I'm think I'm not thinking too hardly about it. I think he's gonna have a turnaround. Okay. And uh, I just want to add Mane. I did mention him earlier. I do want to say I would definitely have preferred Salah as a pick, but if you already have Mane, I mean, you have him for a reason. I would definitely keep keep him, give him some chances. He tends to tends to catch up with Salah pretty quick when he, he gets in some form. So I'm holding on to him. Are there any players you guys think you would get rid of at this point? You've seen enough. Vinagre. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. A lot of people had him going into the first week. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of talk about him, but he has his rumors of going to Porto. So if he stays, he's going to be a good option. But until that happens, I might have to take him out. Yeah, uh, Mahmoud, you got anyone you're looking at getting rid of? Or you would get rid of? I think it's too early to say that 
one player has to leave your team, I think we need uh, some more information to see whether um, you get rid of them or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I would definitely, if I had Pepe or someone like that who didn't play, then you were hoping they would. I don't think he's going to get playing time. It doesn't look like it anytime soon. So I would definitely get rid if, if your player's not playing <laughs> and you're paying a, a big fee. But uh, yeah, for the most part, give, give your guys a chance. They'll, they'll pay you back. That's how FPL works. You have to be patient. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so our game week one transfers. Thank you, man. Uh, Mahmoud, who's your transfer this week? What do you think? So, uh, so basically, I had this uh, transfer uh, predetermined. Okay. Uh, so I left. Uh, I had Martial on my bench, and I was gonna bring him on for Suchek. Uh, for game week two and I'm also transferring in um, uh, Bruno Fernandes for Ali I had 2.5 mil in the bank and I'm just gonna do a straight swap there okay okay good move let's see if that works out Bruno could be could have a strong start with that balance fixture Um, for me I'm probably backing my transfer this week I think I definitely want to reassess after another week with both my transfers. But if I see Deli Ali's price going down, I might get tempted into moving him into probably James Rodriguez. I think that would be my transfer, but I'm going to try and be patient, try and hold on and just wait and see with my two transfers for next week. All right, that's all for today, boys. Any closing remarks? Anything you want to add, Ayo? Don't forget to join the mini league. Yep, Mahmoud. Just uh, try to be patient with your players. Yeah, good advice always. Well, thank you guys for listening to our first ever podcast. Please, uh, please share us around. Get us some exposure. We would appreciate that. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week for game week three. Two. See you guys. Two. Sorry, two. <laughs> thank you. <Anna. laughs>